It's been like a month since I've got to share with you guys, and I'm so... How many of you guys enjoyed our story series? How many of you guys enjoyed that? You got to hear all of our leaders speak, all of them share their story, and I loved it. I personally loved it. I thought, I'm so proud of all of our leaders, and, and I want to thank them in front of you guys, and just... I was so proud of them. I was really, really impressed by every one of our leaders sharing their stories. And uh, how many of you guys were here last Wednesday for Mom's Night? Yeah. Mom's Night was awesome. Um, I don't know about you guys. Angie, the lady who spoke last Wednesday, was really good. And she was really funny. And uh, I was so glad to to have her um, here share with us. Thank you guys. Those of you guys who did, who were able to to bring your mom. Thank you guys for doing that. This summer is going to be insane. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy awesome. It's going to be crazy good. And we've got so much stuff going on this summer. Shh, listen. We've got so much stuff going on this summer. I'm trying, personally myself, I'm trying to mentally just kind of get ready for this. I'm trying to mentally prepare for this. Um, for you guys, for a lot of you guys, summer is just like crazy fun and you've got stuff like lined out for almost like every day you have things going on maybe you're gonna sleep in anybody gonna sleep in like all summer anybody gonna swim a lot this summer anybody gonna work on their tan this summer anybody gonna go to any royals games this summer okay so we've got all this this stuff planned we got our summer plans it's gonna be crazy fun listen we got trips going on we got so much stuff almost every day but for me like, my summer's pretty busy. We, we travel some, like with camps and mission trips and other things going on. And although I love to travel, that means that I won't be home with my babies and my baby mama. Everybody say, aww. So, I know, like, so many of you guys in this room are just done with school, right? Anybody checked out already? Like, you're mentally done with school. Um, one thing... One thing, listen, one thing I do know about summer is this. As we look towards summer and as we're gearing up for camp and missions trips and the pool and working on my tan because I'm pasty white, um, while you may be mentally checked out at school, I want to challenge you guys here tonight to, to not check out this summer from Emerge. I want to challenge you guys to be here. We got we have some things going on. We're planning, um, putting together some things for this summer, and and I want you guys to be here because some good things are going to happen. I know there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of trips, uh, but I want you guys to 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 be here. I remember when I was you guys' age, <clears throat> when I I didn't have a job uh, during the summer, I would sleep in every day. I would lay around. I would be lazy. I would go do whatever I wanted to do. I would. I would still have nothing to do. I would forget what day of the week it is during the summer. Any of you guys ever do that? Like you you don't even know what day of the week it is because you've just been so lazy laying around. And I was just so busy just doing stuff. Um, one thing, and, and we kicked, we announced it last week, we're kicking it off tonight, is is the theme for our summer is Pioneer. And And a pioneer is this. A pioneer is someone who pushes forward. Someone who doesn't look back. 
um, someone who doesn't back down, someone who pushes forward and moves ahead, and they take new ground. They tread on, and, and that's what I want us to do this summer is to tread on, is to pioneer, to keep pushing forward and moving forward and taking new ground. And I remember as a student, during the summer, my faith would begin to slip. Like I said, I would forget what day of the week it was. I'd forget to show up to church. I, my faith would begin to slip. And, and yeah, I would go to great events like camp. But shortly after that, I'd begin to slip again. I would begin to slip in my relationship with Christ. And I don't want that happening to you guys. I want your relationship with God to grow during the summer. Because growing people change. And we tread on and we push on and we pioneer. I want you guys, if you have a notebook or you have something to write with, I want you to write this down right here. Because it's not about the emotion of your life. It's about the devotion of your life. It's not about the emotion of your life, but it's about the devotion. And, and it's, not about these, it's not about these great summer experiences like camp and mission trip and serving opportunities. It's about being devotional with God. All of these things are fantastic and all of these things are great. But if we're going for the wrong reasons, if I'm going to camp just because it's fun or I'm going to find a girl or I'm going on these trips just because it's fun, then we're going for the wrong reason. Our reason is to get closer to God, to grow, to be devotional with God. I'm putting together, kind of like what we did for winter retreat, I'm putting together uh, a daily devotion book for us to, for, to follow up after camp. And one thing I'm going to do after camp, um, I'm going to have every Monday morning, not like too early for you guys, because I know you want to sleep in. Every Monday morning, I want to do a Bible study at Chick-fil-A because what's better than Jesus and chicken, right? Every Monday morning, I want to do that this summer as, as much as we can, as much as we're in town. I want us to get together and have a Bible study together. I want us to grow because I love Jesus and I love you guys. And I love chicken. Mm. Amen. Amen. I want us to be people who continue to tread on, to continue to push on, to pioneer into this summer with God and growing Him because growing people change. So this this pioneer series, what we're talking about this month, part of this month, is, is to prime you for this summer leading into camp. And you won't want to miss a week of it. And I believe God if you will allow him, will change you this summer as you begin to pioneer. And I believe God is going to do, continue to do great things right here on Wednesday nights at Emerge. And I believe that we will be ex- so excited for him, like it'll be contagious, l- like Ebola. Okay, that's probably not a good, good explanation, but... Um, But you know what I mean? I want us to be so contagious with God that people will know it when you walk into a room. It makes me think about like in the book of Acts when when Paul, um, people would would take an article of Paul's clothing. And he was was so anointed by God that they would take an article of his clothing or just a strip, a cloth from his clothing. And they would take it to people who are sick. And, and the presence of God was him was so strong, they would take it to these people and they'd be healed. I, I want to bump into people in, in wheelchairs at Walmart and they would get healed. I, I don't recommend you bump into people with wheelchairs. But you know what I mean. Like I, I, want, I want to challenge you guys. And, and like when you're out in public and you see a person is hurting or ill or sick, I want to challenge you guys this summer to step out. 
and to maybe say, can I pray with you? I see you're sick. I see you're hurting. Can I pray with you? And, and go to them and pray for them right there in public. Have faith and believe that they'll be healed. I, I loved last Wednesday, if you were at McDonald's, just the heart and the desire of some of our students. Last Wednesday, there was a woman who passed out on the floor. And um, some of you guys wanted to go and pray with her. And, and I love that. I absolutely loved that. And I think it's awesome. And I, I, at the moment, I didn't feel like it was a good time while the paramedics were there and trying to work with her. And, and But it is good for us to just pray where we are. Pray where we are for someone. Maybe you see someone across the restaurant or whatever it is. And it's good for us to pray for people. And, and I know you guys have hurts. And I know you have pains. And I know you have sins. But I want to challenge you tonight to not look at the past tonight, but to look forward. To plan and to pioneer from here on out. Pioneer, a pioneer doesn't look back. They continue to push forward and they continue to tread on. So tonight, if you're able to take notes, there's some things that I definitely want you to write down tonight. I want you to remember to kind of set you up for this summer. Um, so here's the deal. For me, I know like pioneer isn't like the coolest word ever. I, I know that I realize that. Like when I first thought of a pioneer, I thought of a guy like living in a shack out in the woods, like with a coonskin hat and like wearing animal skins for clothes. You know what I'm talking about? And they got like a big musket rifle. Um, and, and like I remember someone asking me when I was young, they were like, do you want a pioneer? And I was like, I do not. I want to stay at home and watch Netflix and eat Cheetos, you know. Um, but, but as I started to understand this word pioneer, pioneer literally means this, being the first to go somewhere where no one else has ever gone. It's being the first to go somewhere where no one else has ever gone. It's, it's not saying you're the only one doing it, but it's saying you're the first one to take that step out. When you pioneer in your life, you have to leave something behind. When you're moving on, you have to leave something behind. You can't bring anything from your past into this new uncharted territory. It means to blaze a trail so others can easily follow. And and as your pastor, I want to lead the way. As your youth pastor, I want to lead the way. I want to pioneer new ground this summer. I want to continue to grow. And I want you to pioneer with me. I want us to take new ground together. We're on the edge of something great. And I believe that God wants to do something fantastic here. But a lot of times when we're taking new ground, when we begin to push forward and and as we step up, sometimes we hesitate. Sometimes we wait. Sometimes we hold back. And the Bible says in Matthew 24 that the gospel will be preached to all the world and then Jesus will come back. You guys ever heard that? And, and I wonder how many times that we've been on the doorstep of that, and then we hesitated. And then we waited. I wonder how many of us, um, God told us to do something, and we hesitated. And I know personally, I've, I've hesitated many times, and I just let people pass by. People that God spoke to me and said, you need to talk to them, you need to pray with them. And I've done that myself. I've let people pass by. And just think about the amount of people's lives that may have been changed if we wouldn't hesitate. If we would allow, if we would follow God, if we would allow Him to to work in our lives and if we would tread on. I can promise you what God has planned for you ahead 
is always greater than what's behind you. What he's planned for you ahead is always greater than what's behind you. The places where we hesitate should be the places that we pioneer, that we push forward. The places we hesitate should be the places that we pioneer. This reminds me of a time that, uh, anybody like to go to the lake? This reminds me of a time like I was at the lake. Uh, we were camping with some friends from our church, a family, and um, Kristen was there, and we were riding around out on the lake on this boat, and we found these cliffs to jump off of. And it was awesome. It was really cool. We, there were some people already there jumping off of these cliffs. So we're like, hey, let's go check that out. And so we pull the boat up to this cliff, and we're looking at it, and we look up, up, and it's like a 40-foot cliff. That's really high. It may not seem like it, but that's really high. And I was, I was being real manly, and I was being a tough guy and, until I got to the top and I looked down. You guys ever do that? Like You're like, ah, oh, that's not too bad. And you climb all the way to the top of the something, and you're like, can I get back down? There was, no, there was only one way of getting back down, and that was to jump. And so here's the deal. We're camping with this family and from our church, and... Um, they had a, a son in our youth group and they brought a friend with us. So it was two of our students from the youth there. And, and, um, I was not about to be shown up by these guys. I was not about, so like I had to jump. There was no backing down. There was no going back. I had to jump. Now here's the deal for me. I love the water. I love going to the lake. I love to ski. I love to ride jet skis. I love to tube. Anybody love to tube? I love to tube. But here's the deal. I don't like spending much time in the lake water. Um, because I can't see what's swimming around me. You guys know what I'm talking about? You're in the lake water and you're like, you can't see the things that are around you in the lake water. To, to be honest, when I'm tubing, I hate to fall off of the tube because there's that part where you just sit there and float in the water until the boat comes back around. That's creepy. I don't because you're just sitting there floating in the water and and I hate that and I feel like like things in the water are going to touch me and it creeps me out because I can't see what it is. What it, and so so here's the deal. We're at this cliff and I get on the edge of this cliff and and one of my students, one of the guys had already jumped. I was like, "Man, and, and like it was kind of funny. He he got up to the edge and he jumped like 40 feet up. And you know when you're jumping that high, if you don't go in like feet first, it's going to hurt. And it's going to hurt bad. Well, this guy jumped in and like he started going down and he started le- leaning forward. He didn't do a belly buster, but he like he landed like this and oh, you could t- like he was red. Like he didn't have a sunburn, but it looked like he did. It hurt him bad. And so I was up there and oh man, what am I going to do? Like, I can't let this other guy jump in front of me. That, that's not going to happen. And so, so one of the students jumps, and, and I get up there to the edge, and I hesitate. You, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, you're on the edge, and you're about to jump off something, and you're like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And you're like psyching yourself up. You're like, I got this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay, wait. Okay. 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 And then you're like, okay, I'm going to do it. Deep breath. Wait a minute, wait a minute, okay, are my shoes untied? Like, you know, like, I think something's going on. What is that noise? Like, I'm looking around, like, will you guys stop it? And, like, you're going to throw me off. And, like, 
you get up to the edge and you hesitate. And so what happens, finally, I build up the courage and I jump. I jump. I jump off of this edge. And, I, and like, when you're jumping from that high, you, like I said, you want to land feet first. So your arms are going like this, trying to balance you, like, as you're jumping and you try to go in like this. And so I was in the air and I hit the water from that high. And, and when you hit the water from that high, 40 feet high in the air, that means when you hit the water, you're going to go deep into the water. You're going to go down deep. And so I was going down deeper and deeper and it was getting darker and darker and then i feel something brush up against my back you get i let all of i was way down deep in the water i let all my breath out and like screaming and you know how you scream underwater and it's like screaming under the water and you're trying to float back up and you're trying to get your breath and you're like i wish i was a fish right now and like and so you're screaming and I get to the water, top of the water and it turns out what brushed up against my back was my shorts. I got a wedgie from jumping. I got a wedgie so bad from jumping that high that my shorts were like up my back. And uh, I spent half the time wiggling around in the water trying to pull them back down. It's like, this is inappropriate. But the, the deal, the thing of that story is, the moral of that story is, is that I hesitated. I hesitated and I wanted to pioneer. I wanted to push forward. I wanted to show that I was the first one to jump out there. I wanted to do something great, but I hesitated. And if you want to pioneer and you want, to, you want that to be, I want to be a pioneer. And I want to, that to be a part of who I am every day. I want to push forward. And, and the place where we hesitate should be the place we pioneer. And I want to ask you tonight, where have you hesitated? Where have you been hesitating in your life? Where have you, you turned back or where have you held back? And you say, okay, God, go ahead and go on and you prepare the way and you open doors for me to pioneer. And then you get to that door that he's opened for you. And you're like, oh, hold on, God, let me pray about this. Let me think about this. All right, where have you hesitated? Because that's the place where you should be stepping out. Tonight, I want you to step out and I want you to leave the place that God has called you out of. And not struggle to grab a hold of what God has called you to do. We become pros at, at coming to the front and raising our hands and saying, God, I'm ready to step out and pioneer. God, I want to be closer to you. And then God opens this door and our response is, well, hold on, God. Let me, let me think about that. Let me pray about that for a moment. Because the open door, it's never going to be an easy one to walk through. It's going to be challenged. And so what do we do? A lot of times we hesitate. And you, you may think, a lot of you guys in this room, you may think that your past is hard to leave. But what's harder to do is to leave that past behind and to hold on to the future, what God wants for you. Uh, to hold on, to, maybe to pioneer, to push forth into something that you don't know, that you, you don't know fully what's going to happen. One thing you have to understand is God has already paid the price for you to go where he's calling you to go. He's paid the price. He's already pioneered and he's all, already there calling you to follow him. The Bible is full of people who started strong but ended weak. Just think about this. Think about the people of Israel. 
Um, these people were in slavery in Egypt for four, over 400 years. And at this time, they're asking God to flee them, uh, to free them from slavery. And so God is like, here's the deal. I can do better than that. I'm not only going to free you from slavery, but I'm going to take you to a promised land that's a hundred times better than Egypt. All you have to do is go there. All you have to do is walk there. And so what God does, he sends Moses. And long story short, he sends Moses there to deliver them. And they see all these miracles happen. All these things happen in Egypt. And finally, like Pharaoh's like, get out of here. You got to leave. Go. You got to go. So they, what happens is they start to leave and they, they run away. And Pharaoh's like, why did I let these people go? Let's go back and get them. So he gets his army together. And so they're chasing them. And, and the people of Israel get to the edge of the Red Sea. And Pharaoh's army is behind them, and there are mountains on each side of them, and they're literally between a rock and a hard place. And so God tells Moses, he tells him to strike the water, and he does that. And, and the waters start to raise up on both sides, creating a way for the people of Israel to walk across on dry ground. So they get to the other side, and God speaks to them. And he, he provided for them in the desert. So finally, they get to the edge of the promised land, all that work and all that time and all that that time of God providing for them. And so finally, they get to the edge of the promised land and they hesitate and they and, and they hesitate. And this was the easy part. But here's the deal. We, we do the same thing. A lot of us, we do the same thing. God has delivered us out of so many things and we are free in him, but we hesitate. Because the past is known, but our future is unknown. The Israelites got to the edge of the promised land and they sent out, how many spies do you guys know? How many spies? Twelve spies to check out the land, to spy the land. And the Bible says this, that the Bible, the spies came back to Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community. And there they reported to them and the whole assembly and showed them the fruit of the land. And they gave Moses this account they said, when we went to the land in which you sent us, and it, does, uh, and it does flow with milk and honey, and here is its fruit, but the people who live there are powerful. And the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw giants there. And then Caleb said this. He said this. He silenced the people before Moses, and he said, we should go up and take possession of the land. We can do it. But the other 10 men who, who went up with him, they said, we can't attack these people. They're bigger than we are. They're, they're stronger than we are. They're mightier than we are. And, and this word, it spread among the Israelites as a bad report about the land. And, and they said, the land they explored devours those living in it. And all the people they saw there were of great size. They got to the land that, that God promised them and they hesitated. When you get to the edge of something that God has called you into, your doubt can begin to cripple you. They begin to hold you back. When you get to the edge of something that God has called you to pioneer and to lead into, like he called these 12 men, 12 men to step in and to lead, the majority of people are going to have fear and they're going to doubt. The minority says, we got this. 
We can do this. Let's tread on. Let's push on. And the minority remembers the promises of God and what he brought you through. And, and I know this is cliche, and you may have heard this a hundred times, but every time the devil reminds me of my past, I'm going to remind him of his future. Because the future is this, is that God wins. God wins every time. I can have the boldness to step into and to pioneer into the future because I know that God has taken care of my past. You will always be in the minority when you have faith and when you step out and when you pioneer and when you push forward. But that's because that that's what God loves. That's the people that God's looking for. I know you guys, you guys and you guys are called to pioneer. You're called to push forward and to move on. And, and here's the deal. When we begin to pioneer, you may get made fun of. You may get picked on because you're going to stick out and you're going to do something different than everyone else. And, and maybe not all of your friends are going to stick with you. You're a friend, but what will happen is we need leaders. We need people who will step up, who will pioneer, who will push forward and who will lead on. Because what will happen is everyone else are, is looking for someone to lead. They're, everyone else is looking for someone to follow. And when that leader begins to step up and to pioneer and to push out and to move on, eventually people will catch on. People will grab on and they'll say, I want to follow that. I want to be a part of that. God's doing something great there. And I've got to take new ground. I've got to pioneer. And, and so thinking back on our story, we, we've got Moses and we've got Joshua. And so Moses is the guy who led all these people out of Egypt. But Joshua was the guy who led them into the promised land. You see, the Moses generation, they saw all the slavery and they saw the past and they saw all the bad things that happened. They saw the ten plagues and they saw how they were delivered out of Egypt. But as they headed towards their future, they hesitated and they got scared. And Moses' generation got left behind because God was not going to allow the doubt from their past to enter the promise of their future. God will not allow fear and doubt to poison your future and to poison God's promise for your life. This is a difficult line to cross. You, you can't bring Egypt, your past, into the promised land. You can't bring your past into the promised land. You can't carry your past to God's future for you. Because they had hesitated... Because Moses hesitated, God said this, I'm going to let this culture of quit die here. And in Numbers 32, it says, The Lord made them wander for 40 years until the whole generation of those who had not obeyed died. The only two living were Joshua and Caleb because they were the only two who believed that they could take this promised land. And it's funny, God called it the promised land. Because God promised it to him, to them. God does not break his promises. But the Israelites show up to this promised land and that was theirs. It was theirs for the taking and they hesitated. God promised it to them. I want you to be the Joshua generation who pioneers and takes the promised land. After Moses died... God told Joshua to go up and to take the land and, and Caleb and Joshua did it and they stepped out and they became the people that pioneered. They became the people that pushed forward and that moved on. They were the finishers. And I want to tell you tonight that heaven is for finishers. 
It's not for starters because a lot of people start. A lot of people get started. Not everyone finishes. God isn't concerned with what place you're in and how you're running the race. He just wants you to cross the finish line. There's nobody in heaven that didn't finish the race. I love how Paul said it, and he said this, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race, and I have kept the faith. Finishing the race is more important than just running the race. A lot of us, we've stopped. We've gotten to a place where we've slowed down, or maybe we've set down. And like you're in the race and you're breathing hard. And so many people, honestly, the reason I'm talking about this tonight, because so many people, when summer hits, they get so busy with activities and they get so busy with things going on that they forget and they quit the race or they stop running or they give up on the race because it gets tough. I got too much going on to even be at church and to be there. Like we, we give up a lot of times. You have to cross that line from your past and into your promise. A lot of you know what what you are supposed to do. A lot of you guys in this room know what God's called you to do. And it's just your fear of stepping out and, and your fear of pioneering and doing it. But I want you to know that heaven is for finishers. Heaven is for finishers. You could literally change the world by simply stepping over that line because... Here's the deal. So few people do it. So few people cross that line because they want to hold on to their past. They want to hold on to what's behind them because it defines them so much. As we look forward into the summer, we have to realize that we can't quit, that we can't give up. We can't stop running and we can't stop pioneering and taking new ground because God has already paved the way for us. We just have to cross that line, get out of your past, and let God take you to your future. Like, I I don't know about you, but I'm done standing at the front. I'm done standing at an altar and praying for my sins and about my sins. Our sins don't deserve 10 more seconds of my time, but my future does. What will you do tonight with what, what God's given you? What will you do tonight? Will you, will you pioneer your next step? Will you become the person that God's called you to be? Will you rise up? Will you show others how it's done? Or will you be part of the crowd who hesitates and when you should have pioneered? I want everybody, every, every head bowed and, and every eye closed. <clears throat> I, I've got a defining question for, for you tonight that I want you to think about. And this is it. What would you attempt for God if you knew you couldn't fail? What would you attempt for God if you knew that you couldn't fail? I, I had someone, a friend asked me that question years ago. And, and that was a defining thing in my life. What would I attempt for God if I knew I couldn't fail? What would you sacrifice? What would you walk away from? What would you attempt tonight? This is your opportunity. This is your chance tonight. By a show of hands, who's ready to pioneer? Who's ready to push forward? Who's ready to take new ground? Who's ready to move on from our past and look towards the future that God has given us? That's me. My hand's up. My hand's way up. I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to move forward. God, we love you. We thank you for who you are. 
God, I pray for a group of students who are ready to seek you, who are ready to pioneer, who are ready to chase after you, who aren't, who, who aren't just going to this summer just quit and who aren't just going to give up, but people who are going to press on, people who are going to move forward, and people who are going to pioneer after you. God, I just pray for a strong, spiritually strong group of students right here. I pray for unity. I pray for togetherness. I pray, God, that we would grow together in our relationship with you. And these experiences, the summer camp and these missions trips and these other things going on wouldn't just be another fun trip that we're doing this summer. But, God, it would be a trip that we're going to go and we're going to allow you to change our lives. Because, God, you are worth it. And it's all about you. It's all about you, Lord. We love you, God. 